Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Spiritual Intelligence is a show spiritually grounded in reality. Learn from your host and the great teachings of the universe. Remember, there is power behind love, self-acceptance, and being open to a whole new world, a psychic and spiritual awakening. Learn about intuition, psychic ability, and healing. We are all intuitive. We all have our own superpowers to use our intuition. We can all consciously create our lives and make them how we want them to be. Be on the receiving end of abundance. The show will bring you real stories about real people that have been life-changing and take you on a personal journey of deep self-exploration. The answers are right inside of you. And now, it's time for Spiritual Intelligence Radio Show with your host, Emo Sumac Watkins. Hello, everyone. Hello, family. And everyone is listening around the planet. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Spiritual Intelligence. I'm your host, Dima Sumac Watkins. And we've got a really great show today, as usual. Um, welcome back. I just wanted to say welcome back to everybody. Um, and for those who email me and are in support, I thank you so much. But I want to get right to the show today. I've got a really great guest. Her name is Angel Cusick. And I'm just going to give you uh, some background on her because we've got some uh, really great uh, information and so much more about her that we want to find out. Um, Angel studied at the London College of Psychic Studies for 15 years and granted access to the inner circles of the advanced psychic development. Studied at the formerly known Royal National Academy of Medical Hypnosis and Psychotherapy at the NHS Hospital in Black, uh, Blackheath, at England. Excuse me, I probably said that wrong. Now known as the Hypnotherapy Training Institute of Britain. Cert- uh, uh, Certificate of Achievement in Ancient Div- Divination Studies at Harvard University. Trained with the National Federation of Spiritual Healers in England. Certified a Certificate of Achievement in Contract Law from Harvard University. Studied psychology and communications at Ohio University. Postgraduate degree from the DSL and West London in classic studies. Also nominated for the International New Voices in Literature Award by Writer's Digest, The Psychology of the Soul, which is on available on Amazon, anyone out there. Um, and here... Um, also, she's also received a literary acclaim for Compedium of Souls, The Secret of the History of the Soul, and Angelic Healing Soups, where you can find medical recipes to help, he- to help 
deal with various maladies, disorders, and diseases, including cancer, based on ancient formulas, modern uh, scientific um, research, having conducted well over 15,000 cases studies of psychic development in London, Angel established practice was popular throughout all of Europe. So, welcome to the show, Angel Cusick. Well, thank you. It's nice to be here. Yes. Um, I I came upon Angel from, uh, it was actually an Instagram feed, and I kept seeing oh. her um, her postings, and there was, there was a there's, it was just some of the things that she was saying that she, you know, uh, used some of her sentences that she was using with her posting that I, I did, there was something about it. And I was like, okay, she, there's just more than, hello, I'm just a psychic. There was just so much more to her. And I finally was able to uh, get her to come on the show. So, Angel, I'd like to find out a little bit more about... How did this all come about? I mean, this is this is a lot of years of study in which I am oh, I know. totally in respect yeah. of. Well, I'll tell you, um, I, I, I don't think people, a lot, I'm sure a lot of your listeners realize it like you do, but when you don't know exactly what you're doing, because I, I come from a very psychic family. Um, my mom's a psychic. My sister's a psychic. She sees like 10 people a day, my sister. Um, she, she lives in Florida. My other sister's a psychic that lives in Ohio. My mother was a psychic. She was on the radio in Florida. Um, my grandmother was a psychic. My great-grandmother was a psychic who I knew till I was 14. So even though we have the genetic aptitude, I still wanted to – I actually originally started studying at the College of Psychic Studies because I wanted in London because I wanted to make it stop. Like I wasn't trying to – I was actually trying to get rid of it because it's so invasive if you don't know what you're doing. Uh-huh. And um, I then they they told me I was like the most psychic person that co- had come in off the street in 100 years. And I thought, okay, if you can't beat them, join them. So it was interesting to learn how to use my psychic mechanism properly as opposed to having the, the random, erratic, not knowing what's going on in you know, a lot of people that are psychic age quickly, they die early, they have a lot of health issues, because it takes it takes a big toll on the neural system uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. when you're when when you have spontaneous events occurring, and yes. especially you know like like these days, what really makes my blood run cold is the way people throw throw around the world the word chakras. Chakra is a Sanskrit word. It means wheel of light. They pull in and they push out energy depending upon your intent. They are who you are, what you are, how you think, how you change, what you attract, what you repel. So it's very important to keep your auric receptors expanded and clean because then you can magnetize things of a higher vibration. You can magnetize your intent. Otherwise, you'll keep magnetizing negative things. And a lot of people... You know, they, they, they throw it around and they, like, oh, I, you know, this really nice girl told me the other day that her uh, landlord was, te- this was someplace in California, te- teaching them how to dance and open their chakras. And I, I just thought, oh, my God, you know, that's like playing with fire because opening your chakras is not that difficult. You just have to, ha- it's a thought. But the most 
the biggest problem is you have to close them down because if yeah. you don't, if you, yeah, I'm sure you know, because when you don't close them down, it's like walking with an open sensory wound all, you know, everywhere you go, being affected by everyone in the grocery store, everyone you pass on, um, even on the highway in your car. So it's, you know, it's pretty important to just take care of that, that fragile mechanism that you have. Because when you, when you learn how to utilize it and work it properly, you can move mountains. And I've, I've had one group of, of kids, of students, they're not kids, um, and they've been studying with me now 20 years, actually. Mm-hmm. 20 now, years. Now, and they are, now mm-hmm. I'm sorry, when did you, okay. uh, what age did you go, and, and there's so much that I want to just talk sure. with you about, because sorry, you just opened I'm up sorry. for me, no, no, yeah. you opened up for me just a whole mm-hmm. bunch of, of things that mm-hmm. I am in total agreement with you. Now, yes. what what age were you when you went to London to, to study the psychic studies? Uh, I was probably about 21. Okay. 21. It was a long time ago. And yes. I, you were, I think what you, one of the things you were going to ask me is when did I realize I was psychic? Yeah. And the the, the question was, it's what it really should be with with me is when did I realize everybody else wasn't because I was always psychic my sister my mother my grandma my great-grandmother it was just the way everybody was yeah and you know my sister my mother would have arguments and nobody would be talking and it would it's just there would be telepathic ones yeah yeah telepathic Mm -hmm. and so it's it's I've never not had it, and I I really like I said I wanted to get rid of it, but then I realized well once I learned how to control it properly it was really useful, and mm-hmm. um, when I went to the College of Psychic Studies, and I told them what I wanted to do they were horrified, it's like that place is like Hogwarts you know yep and yep. Um, a lot of my teachers at that time you know because a lot of times passed since I've been there I was there 15 years. But a lot of my teachers were Victorians, so they were in their 80s and 90s, and they've passed. They've been gone for now for a couple decades, but they they taught me a lot, and they they really fine tuned what I could already do, you know. So so Angel, I am in so much agreement mm-hmm. with you right now because yeah. um, they are there, and and I want to encourage everyone who. Yeah you know, who have their abilities and who are finding out more about their abilities because it is such a, it has become an age yep. of where everybody's finding and looking. And I'm, I yeah. am so happy for everybody who wants to be, you know, clairvoyant and medium and clairentient and they want to just for all right. of this, but it is essential. And mm-hmm. I cannot stress it enough. It is essential mm-hmm. for you to learn how to, how to manage it, how Correct. to, yeah. how to uh, work on yourself because it doesn't stop mm. angel. It, you know, once oh, you I have, know. even if it's just a foundation of learning how to have psychic manners and how to, you know, how right. to uh, take care of yourself and protection and yes. how uh, all of that, it doesn't stop there. No, it, it doesn't. And, and and so tell me more about because you then you ended up going to the Royal National Academy of Medical Hypnosis. Tell me about that. Yes. I mean, I want to learn more. Tell me more. Well, I, I'll tell you what. The internet is so incredible because I when I went to that school, I, it was the first time this this doctor in London 
oh, what's his name, Dr. Uh, William Butler. His name is Dr. William Butler. And he's a, actually a, a surgeon. And he started putting people under for surgery. And so I was actually learning medical hypnosis for putting people under for surgery and criminal investigation, which is like forensics now, but that didn't exist then. And so what was really interesting was it sort of overlapped with my studies as a college of psychic studies because the mediums would put us into a deeply older state and then activate that part of our mechanism that engenders certain activities. What was Uh wonderful about the school um, was that it, 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 it taught me how to put myself under and how to put other people under. So I use it all the time with my students all the time. Um, but it was, it was a way to harness on a conscious level, the, the, a way to harness unconscious activity in other people to perpetuate it the way they want. Because when you, you, with hypnosis, you can only reach that level when somebody hypnotizes you. You can't uh-huh. do it on yourself, although I can do it on myself, but I, but I know how to because I train. Uh-huh. But the beauty of it is when you can sort of insert something in the unconscious, it just makes life so much easier. Like chain smokers, you know, one session and they, have no, they don't have any urge to smoke. People that overeat, people that can't sleep. It, it's a wonderful tool for just medical type things. But it's uh-huh. also a wonderful tool to to put people under when I activate their mechanisms in my school, uh-huh. in my class. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, yeah. And, I and then, and then I see. Uh huh. Go ahead. I'm just excited I'm because gonna... you're talking so many. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Well, you no, know, no, I saw things there. I thanks. I saw things there that were so mind blowing as I did at the College of Psychic Studies. I wish at that time we had like smartphones so I could video or videotape stuff because it's hard for people to believe, even though you might read about it in books, it's, it's hard for people to believe what you can do with your unconscious mind. And I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty focused on the power of that. You know, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't call it subconscious anymore. If anyone says that they're, they're a little bit unaware because it was called that by Freud because it was thought of as a lower mind, but in actuality it's, it's it's about ninety six percent of your decision making in daily life. It's not sub. It's it's equal to the conscious. If anything, it's more powerful than the conscious mind. So um, it's called the it's called the unconscious now. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, mm-hmm. not that mm-hmm. it matters. But, no, no, no. Yeah. Please, uh, great, great, because yeah. um, yes. And so now now I see the certificate of ancient studies at Harvard. Tell yeah. me about that one. Well, that was very interesting. It was taught by the number one scientist in the United States. She's um, an astronomer. She was voted the number one scientist in America last year. And she didn't really know about this realm, but she went and interviewed people that worked in this realm, not me. She didn't know who I was, of course. You know, she has things that were, to me, not as important as things. I'm at the hub of the wheel, so I know what people are more interested in, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just coming coming in doesn't really. But I, you know, like for instance, one of the most fascinating things I learned, which I didn't know, was did you know Rome was built by birds? I did not know did that. Did you know that? Yeah, I did not know. Yeah, I know. It's because there's something the ancients believed that that they could invoke spirits through birds, and so they had these high priests that were called bird aguaries. And so the people would get together, you know, the 
the um, whoever was designing the building and all the people involved in, in the construction, and they would let the bird fly, and they would, so they would ask it where to build this and where to build that, and where to put the, you know, whatever the different buildings are in Rome. There's so many thousands. And the bird would fly a certain way, certain direction, and that would tell them where to put each building. And that's how it was built, which I was. I didn't know that. Wow. That that, that blew my mind. Yeah, that was amazing. And there was a lot of, you know, she dipped a little bit into astrology, but she should have dipped more into it because, you know, we live in a mathematical universe. If you know anything about Pythagoras, he he was obsessed with numbers. And he lived at a time when they didn't have paper. And so nothing he, nothing he knew, nothing he taught was written down. It was, it was passed down through the, the hermetic societies. And so they would talk. They would talk it through the generations and these secret societies, and that's how information got passed over. But um, you know, basically, what what Pythagoras believed was that each number had a different, excuse me, a sort of a different personality, and each personality had a different vibration. Each vibration had a different frequency, and each frequency affected you. And so he he believed that different numbers had different impact on your lives. And I yeah. I, I I read about this when I was very young, um, and it it is amazing how numbers do affect where you live. The address is important, you know. Like if you want to live in a place where you always have love, you want to live in a two. If you want to have artistic creation, live in a live in a three. If you want stability, live in a four. I mean, each number has a different connotation but mm-hmm. when you put that when you put all those together mm-hmm. with astrology it's it's because astrology is mathematic culpability so it's all about you know the way the moon affects the tides is the way the planets the meteorites the asteroids the stars so it's the way the planets affect the water magnetically in us and it's it's quite precise i mean it's shocking how precise it is like a lot of your listeners are going to find just well it's actually they're well they're going to find their life is going forward a lot faster by the time they hear this radio show because we've we've actually entered into a whole new template of energy and time in january and february and so we're coming out of what's called murky retrogrades and a few other retrogrades but we're going into some other retrogrades but that's okay because they cause us trouble um, uh-huh. But it's life is going to, the chickens are coming home to roost. That's what I keep telling my students. So a lot of people that are kind of used to getting away with things are going to get caught. And people that are, have been struggling and who try to do the right thing all their lives, they're going to start to do better. So, Interesting. That, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so numerology, it also, I mean, numerology is in the same, I mean, mm-hmm. I really I, I I enjoy numerology. I don't know oh, yeah. the whole but it's it right. also falls into that same place. It does. It's just it's like one of the many things that help with yep. div- divination. You know right. what I mean? With divination. Got so, it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so and now when, you like, were also yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Please, please go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that when you integrate everything together it's very powerful. You yes. know, when you learn all the different modalities and you're and you're kind of able to understand not so much the mechanics but the sort of very the essence of delicate, it. 
well, more more of the intonations of it, like a lot yeah. of like the subtleties of different things, and mm-hmm. that's more important than the mechanics. And a lot of people might grasp the mechanics of something, but they didn't grasp the subtleties. Like a lot of people are freak out when we're in a Mercury retrograde. I love Mercury retrograde because it's when you get to redo things and you have a magic wand. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to do anything new. You're not supposed to buy anything with moving parts. You're not supposed to, you know, you have to take extra care when leaving messages or traveling. But, boy, when you want to go over a project from the past and you want to perfect it or you, maybe before you were blocked and you do it in a murky retrograde, it's, it's like having a magic wand. I wish mm-hmm. we had one right after this one. This one ends on the 28th of March. So. Right. Yeah. And you know something, I, and, and mm-hmm. I always, and, and I tell uh, the, my clients and some of the students, I say, yeah. you know, you are working on yourself. There's, there is no, you don't have to worry about it. It'll, it'll be smooth. It's usually the people who are not paying attention, who are not in their bodies, who are not being present, grounded. They're going to have a problem because they're not, they're not tuned into what they're to themselves, to their spirit, to their body, to the, to their higher self, to you know, to what their path is, and so they're not working on themselves. So that's why it it it'll it's like a resistance, right? You know. Well, you so, know, you know what it does? It, yeah, it it what what happens is, um, they start to live in a like a binary system, like almost like a computer chip, and then they yeah. resonate in a very a very hollow universe. So if you don't have the connection to your soul, which is sort of a remote outpost from heaven, then you're you're going to find that this planet is very depressing. You know, very depressing. <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of people they just don't get that. You yes. Know. That's why a lot of rich people and a lot of uh, famous people they're so depressed all the time. I see a lot of famous people. I see tons of celebrities. I see tons of the one percenters because I'm right here in Aspen, and oh my God, the things that they it's it, it, it's it's like they don't there's god bless them but they they don't know what it's really like to struggle like the normal person and so they and sometimes people can blow things out of proportion you know like they're yeah. all, like like bird flu oh my god i'm gonna die from bird flu and you're like well i don't think you need to worry about that yet you know Every, you know, really, really, it's funny because I've the drama, I've the, the drama of it all. Yeah, and, and and the poor, the poorest people are never depressed. They're, 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 they just, they just want to survive, and they just keep focusing on that. But people that are kind of in, you know, more aristocratic circles and have a lot of privilege and a lot of wealth, they, they get very depressed. They become isolated from the flow of 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 life, you know, mm-hmm. being that way. I think that's what happens. It seems mm-hmm. like you've got to be, be, you've got to partake of that. Otherwise, you're going to be sort of left behind in the universe. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you like have to people, participate in the people world. People open, yeah. People open portals in you, and unless you're allow, unless you let them put the key in, you're you're going to um, stagnate, and and then you're going to atrophy a bit. Mhm. 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 So. Uh, National Federation of Spiritual Healers. You were trained mm-hmm. by them. Now, this is—is is this a yeah. modality that they were teaching, or there were several different modalities they were teaching? They well, the main way. No, it's pretty much a mainstay of how it's taught. Um, and if I don't know, if, I don't know if any of your listeners know who Jeff Bolshoi is in England. 
but uh, Jeff is probably the primo healer in the world. Um, as a matter of fact, they always tried in the few, when I was in London, they always were trying to sort of um, prove he was a fake and they'd hand him a like they'd videotape it and they'd hand him a, a bunch of seeds and he'd focus on it and open his hands and the seeds would have sprouted. Um, it was, it was funny. One day I was at the college of psychic studies, like, Hey angel, come here. I want to show you something. And, uh, he, he's like, grab some stones from the street in London. So I grabbed these little stones by the curb. Cause you know, it's a big city. It's not like there's grass and stuff. Um, uh-huh. and I, I go in this, we go into this corner of the classroom of this giant staircase and he goes, okay, open your hands. So I open my hands and he's like, okay, so I just want you to focus on those rocks. They were tiny little pebbles. They weren't even rocks. And I'm focused on all of a sudden they start beeping and they start like hopping in my hand. And this, the high frequency sound they made was shocking. It, it was like they were alive or something. And, uh, and then, you know, then after he's like, oh, okay, you can just throw them back outside. And I was like, well, I don't want to. They're like little pets. You know, I did. But um, <laughs> there's so many things people don't know about that you can do. Yeah, you know? like, like especially like the um, – I was never really been into crystals because to me, I, I don't need – you know, I I don't have I don't, don't need, need extra, a, a extra tools to to be in my clairvoyancy. I was really well trained, right. but but sure. and, but I do. But I like I like the crystals. I was given a whole bunch of crystals by this client, and suddenly, you know, I realized they talk. You know, oh, yeah. they talk all the well, rocks. They open up the, the, the rocks they, talk they have, and, Yeah, they do. And 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 when you're receptive, the more everything talks. The birds, the mm-hmm. animals, the mountains, the trees, everything communicates if you're open to hearing it. Right. Um, right. They have, they have a vibration of their own that they, oh, yeah. but also, but too, they'll, they'll be like, yeah. uh, sometimes there's an entity attached to some of, some of them, like oh, some sometimes. of the, those yeah. uh, rocks and skulls yeah. and trees. And I mean, but that happens everything, everywhere, but you have to be discerning mm-hmm. and that's where boom, the training comes in, like you have a oh, school, yeah. and we're going to talk about that. But I just want to touch a little bit, because there's so much to talk mm-hmm. about here. You also had a certificate of achievement in contract law from Harvard. I know, and everyone asked me, oh, are you changing jobs? And I was like, why? Like, I thought, why would I change jobs? You know, why is everybody asking me that? The right. reason I looked at, the reason I, I studied that was because so many of my clients have so many problems because of contracts or lack of, Uh and I don't practice law, but I'm always sending people to go see different lawyers for different things. But, you know, sometimes people don't understand certain things and I just clarify things. It it has more to do with enhancing what I do than trying to move in a different direction. I love that though. See, I love that angel because you keep growing. And this is what I was talking about at the very beginning in the very beginning, it's like everything that I that I, and I see this is what you do is that you just keep enhancing what you're what you do, Steve. Be it your you know your abilities, your um, mm-hmm. you know you just it, to keep it to keep growing. And that's what I was talking about. It doesn't just right. stop there. No, and it's scary. It just you have to keep growing. You do, and it, it what happens is when you study things, you lie more neural pathways. And it creates like your an ability for the brain to move at the speed of light for decision for answers. So when mm-hmm. you have to make a decision, you get the answer so quickly because your neural pathways are so highly developed. 
people that kind of get lazy and they just, you know, don't do anything all the time and they just watch TV and they're, they're, they're kind of piddling their life away, their brain atrophies. Because when we're born, we're born with um, a, 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 trillion, a trillion brain cells. But when you turn 30, you start to lose a billion a day. So if you don't that if you don't start if you don't start studying things in your 30s, you get kind of stupid. Like in your and sometimes I don't know if you ever notice this, but you'll have a friend that was really interesting and smart and cool, and suddenly they hit like their late 30s, 40s, and they're just like they're so boring and they're they're, they're just like dopey, you know, because they they've let their brain cells go. And when right. you study things, you build these supersonic neural pathways that are ten times better than a brain cell. Yes, and, and, and it's so important. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a learner of like more stuff having to do with the dimensions and more having to do about the ability and just a lot more yeah. about universe and and all of that's my and energy. It that's my thing. Energy. I really yeah. love to learn more and more and more about that and how to, uh, because I use it all and just put it right back on my clients. It's just yes. to keep it moving. It's so that, you know, um, I, it, it's the way that I figure is that, and, and I can see if I may, those of us mm-hmm. who are doing this work and who are here to help others to just raise their frequency and vibration, to move along with the planet for the speed that it's going. Okay. It's, it, yeah. it, it you have to keep moving it. You have because it, it'll just be more and more information and more um, uh, frequencies that you have to, you know, start to move into the, the different bandwidth, right. sort of speak, you know. And well, you and know, the- you, you have to be like a funnel because when you when you have everything um, hit a bottleneck, then you you wither away and die on the vine, so to speak. But if you're a, a reed and you keep energy passing through you, it's like people that hoard money. If you hoard money, you're going to always have money problems. Yeah. And people that people that are more generous, they tend to have less money problems. Yeah. Because it's it's reed. The, the energy cycles through. You know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. And on that, too, about how um, – I mean, okay, because I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but um, no, that's okay. and just a couple of things here. And then you also study psychology and communication at the Ohio University, postgraduate degree yeah. at SL West London Classical Studies. Now, mm-hmm. all of this, because I want to talk, I want to talk more about your school. Okay. okay. And, and definitely I want everybody to, you know, go to the, to the, to the link where it has all the information about her books, about Angel's books and all of that. And there's going to be a website uh, that, that you guys can click on her website and go and listen to her, you know, read all, all the stuff that she's doing. So now tell me about your school. How did it start? When did it start? You know, give me all the info here. I want to know more about it. Well, obviously going to college was a long time ago. Um, I, I then when I went to school in London, um, God, trying, I don't even remember when I graduated. I think it was, I have to look at my certificate. I think it was, or just, I think it was 98. But, um, I, you know, it's funny. I always thought I would be a writer. And I thought by studying more classical things that it would, because I studied a lot of ancient Greek literature, um, Shakespeare, stuff like that. 
And I mm-hmm. thought by I thought by studying these things it would help me be a better writer. And mm-hmm. I I mean I don't I, I I'm writing is just I don't know. It, that's when I was young. I kind of wanted to go that direction. Now I don't. I have no interest really. I mean I like it, but I just feel like more, I like more digital things now. I like being able to teach people face to face now because it's now you're able to do that before you didn't yeah. have that sort of technology. But yeah. um, but what I did notice one of the things that I didn't realize, like when I was in London at the DSL, was I um, I I can literally channel when I when I and I can do it even in, with books in my own house. Like if I read an, a book about sort of ancient times or older literature, I, I'm, I'm pretty much immersed in that realm. And so I can literally, you know, read it, if I read stuff that's ancient, like, you know, ancient great tra- tragedies were created to release tension. I don't know if you realize that, but that's I why people went. Yeah. That's why people went to watch the theater in Greece because those those um, places were always in gorgeous gardens and beautiful vineyards and mountainsides and and you would go there and, and you'd watch the play and your your the stress of your day would just be released by watching other people losing their rag on stage and um, it's 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 interesting to tap into their energy like I I've, I've gone out of my body and I've met ancient people like. Aristotle and, and and people like oh so God I I have the whole in my book a compendium of fools I have all kinds of things I just basically wrote about people that I met out of body who I wasn't looking for like mm-hmm. I didn't even know who half those people were when they came to me I did mm-hmm. I didn't know who they were and I had to learn about them well after I met them actually some in some cases years after I met them mm-hmm. but um. I guess they knew that I'd write it down and I'd send a message out and I guess some people would get that message. But mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of why I wrote a compendium of fools because a compendium is a Victorian word, which, which means a collection. Mm-hmm. And I just put people in there that you could invoke in times of trouble. So mm-hmm. if you have a health issue or if you have uh, cancer or if, if you need money or um, you're having legal issues, there's different spirits you can invoke. And then I included the ancient prayers or I would make a prayer if there wasn't a prayer and it's uh-huh. just those, those are things that all my clients use every day all the time and That's I do too uh-huh. every day every day because you see what people don't what my well, of course you probably realize this but because we've been down here quite a few times our spirits yes. have most likely utilized those spirits before so it's yes. in our DNA to access that vibration you know what I mean? Yes. yes. And so and, and, you tap back yes. into it. Yeah. Yes. Like an old and those mm-hmm. and those who have an easy time learning uh, and who are not in resistance to to just falling, just moving right into, say, a study or something like that. It's because they're just they're, you know, they've already been in other past lives. They've already been oh. in the, the yeah. you know, the uh, the studies of you know, be it 
you know, ancient studies or mystical or alchemists or, you know, they were psychic or, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, so it's all just comes right back. And of course, you know, it's a different time yeah. now is that we're able to be more open about it. Uh, but, you know, mm-hmm. so a lot of people were in the closet because they had to be, or if you were executed, you know, I mean, I, I mean, we could go about that, but, but I do, I, I agree about this, the ancients, uh, because you could actually tune yeah. in being enough right. uh, yeah. with, with enough study and enough practice. Um, mm-hmm. You can actually tune into the different dimensions and also tune in. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm just confirming every, everybody out there that uh, what angel is saying that with enough study and mm-hmm. enough practice that you can actually tap into that. But it's really, that's another book. That's for you to get on another bus to the same direction so to speak, but, right. um, it's circle, but I, but I understand, circle, yeah. I understand exactly. I understand what angel is saying because that's, you're speaking my language basically, because that's the kind of study mm-hmm. that I keep moving into. And that's just oh, where yeah. I'm at. I love all this stuff. So, I mean, you know, you're, you're in the right, you're in the right show. Right. <laughs> well, you know, the, I'll tell you something, you know, what, what probably a lot of people don't realize is, Back in the the ancients were brilliant people, and they had what were called the ancient mystery schools. And mm-hmm. we think, oh, a, a couple of people meeting in a cave. No, there were up to thirty five thousand people in one school, and some and those, some of those schools had slaves in them because they, if they were smart enough, they got into the school. Women, of course, men, but it didn't mm-hmm. matter who or what your status in society was. And you had to go through a, a quite a grueling amount of studies at the ancient mystery school, which I do teach at my at my school and uh-huh. online. But what 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 people don't realize is the ancients were geniuses. They were brilliant, and um, I think there was a bit of support from another dimension teaching them a lot of things because how they figured yep. astrology out back then, I don't know. It's like there's too many things they knew that even to this day, it's like this, this, the figureheads on Easter Island, they go down 40 feet deeper than what we, than we see in the pictures. And mm-hmm. there's the soil there has special bacteria that is only in, in that soil, which um, has, a, a, it has they, they use it with transplant organs and transplant victims. And yeah, there's a lot more to that than meets the eye. So obviously those were signals. Hey, it's the soil you're looking for is right here. That's why they had all those heads, but Mm -hmm. um, from something above. But what happened in the ancient days was when a society, when, when, when one group tried to conquer another group back in the ancient days, what do they do? They would burn the libraries. They would burn the, the records. They would burn everything, the schools. So everybody lost their identity. And do you know that set us back 2,000 years? Do you know science estimates that if we didn't have the Dark Ages, that's why it was called the Dark Ages, but if we didn't have that, we would be 2,000 years ahead, and we didn't even begin to catch up until the, the late 1800s. And so when you think about I, I think they were a little more advanced back then than we are today. Absolutely, but, and I and that you know, I I so agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I really agree with you. There was there was a woman that I knew who we were friends at the time, and she would do channeling yeah. Plato, and Plato oh, wow. had 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Plato had had was uh, was given her all this information for mental health, and he was saying that um, if you were that he was surprised about what was happening currently, of so many people were in so much medication, and that uh, because right. of we're the children, he goes that starting with children, he goes and it is not um, it looked upon as you know, as appropriate for, say, when you take your child to sit them on your lap and feed them and hold them right. and feed them on the lap. And because, you know, they're, mm-hmm. once they take, they're off the breast, so to speak, and then you yeah. sit them on your lap, you hold them, and you feed them that way. And if you were to continue that, mm-hmm. they would it, the, it would be an easier way for them to, feel loved and to feel warmth and nurturing. So he he was suggesting exactly yeah, that's fascinating. And he was yeah. suggesting that the people who were in, in some of the cases for them to you know to have people that people to put their arm these are adults, to put their arm yeah. around that person and feed them mm-hmm. for a while and to see what the results were. And it was just fascinating, fascinating what was coming through her. It was, and it made sense. Well, you know, therapeutically, when you, when they've studied this, the studies actually came out like a year, not even a year ago, but they said that usually when we hug people, we just hug them for a few seconds. But if you hug someone for 20 seconds, it actually has a, ther- a therapeutic medical impact on them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. similar to what you were just saying, that yes, when you putting their arm put around them your, and then feeding yeah, them. Yeah, which I, so it, I it think was fascinating. We, yeah, and we do that with animals, and they it kind of is symbiotic because I, I, I it feels like with animals they give more than than they take, you know, yes. with dogs yes. and horses and things. Absolutely. But, um, now, now, yeah, now, tell me about strange. about your school now, and when did you start your and what's the name of the school so people can look it up when they go to your site and all that? Um, you, my school is called Angelville. Well, it's called Angelville.net. I mean, Angelville. It's called Angelville, okay. but they can go on Angelville.net and see. Um, okay. I, used to, I, did, I did online classes uh, a few years ago, and they were really they were really good, but now the technology has gotten a lot better, so I'm going to get more organized with that it's just the time element you know how it is you only have so many hours in the day to do stuff yeah but yep. um it is angelville.net and they can see it but mm-hmm. um i think you know it's nice to it's nice for technology to be able to reach people you know that are out in the middle of the boon, boondocks who are all alone that don't know how to utilize their abilities because yes. i i think a lot, a lot of people get very remember you're talking about depression before do you, yep. you know it's going to be the number two cause of death by the year 2030? And I'm sure you're seeing echoes of it now. There's a lot of people committing suicide. Yes. Um, and, and, and there's such a, a disconnect between people that have that ability and society. So it's nice to have a, a, a place to go and learn how to use it and realize there's thousands of people like you. But they just don't live by you, but they're there. You know, they're out and about yeah. in different cities. Yeah. Because everybody is always, I think, afraid to talk about things. And then they just become isolated. And the people they're around are very closed-minded. And 
it's it's hard when you're younger and you don't know what you're doing and you don't even know where to begin, and and that yeah. that can lead to the to bad things. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. people think, oh, I'm gonna do witchcraft. Witchcraft is so archaic, and it doesn't really. It's more about controlling things than about letting the spiritual vibration come through you to to make something better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, so it's, it's a whole different. Yeah, it's a different mentality. But so yeah, I, think, I guess yeah. I guess it, it's in different. It's where people are in different stages. Totally. Yeah. And you, you know, know what I mean? I, you know how you 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 know how you were talking about Plato channeling through. Did you know one of the biggest growing numbers of people uh, getting put on antidepressants? And guess what age they are? Preschoolers. That's one really? of the growing number. Yeah, that's one of the biggest growing numbers of 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 a of an age getting put on antidepressants. Uh, and I think so, like, oh, so, what, so now, know, what do it, they have to be? Yeah. Right. What is it that they're so so? Tell me, mm-hmm. how are you? What are you doing mm-hmm. about the healing of 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 depression? Tell me what your take on that. How are you doing it with your abilities and with your school and all of that? How are right. you? doing this well you know it's it's not like we focus on that because that's not what I'd say my school is about it's a it's a minor thing but one you know it's funny I taught a class about it last Tuesday actually and um there there are the, the whole reason people get depressed is very simple they don't have a purpose so if you have a purpose you it, it it keeps the mind engaged and it gives you a reason to get up in the morning. Um, uh-huh. Even if like, like, let's say you're, um, you, you ha- you're living in a job and you hate this job and you, you, you feel like you're trapped. Well, if you, if you, you can go to school now, it's cheap online. You can get degrees for, you see those commercials at Phoenix and all those different universities, you know, uh-huh. just get a degree just work on your studies, buckle down and work on your studies and, and you can escape that trap. But people are, the, people always think other people are the ones that stop them, but really we get in the way of ourselves. Uh-huh. It's, 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 it's like we're told things that we sometimes believe. And uh-huh. I think it's very important and it, it, to detach from the past. And, uh-huh. you know, one of the ways that you have, you have to do it because if you release things, then you can move forward. But if you if you uh-huh. stay in sort of embedded in things, it's going to keep compounding and attracting more negativity. Like uh-huh. I, I always do at the beginning of my classes. Um, like let's say you have um, a, a, a mother or father that were really mean to you and beat you and stuff when you were growing up. Uh-huh. Um, you just see them. You just see them standing before you, and you breathe the white light in through your crown, out through your open yellow. Uh, solar plexus chakra and you see it going into their their solar plexus and then you see the light going in through the crown of their head and out through their solar plexus so it sort of makes a flat shaped you and then you say in your mind I release you from my work field and then you cut that light with a knife and watch as they fade away so that uh-huh. if you if you want to disengage from something negative from the past which you should do and you can only do one person at a time. You can't have a hefty bag and put 50 people in there. Um, it, it, it takes about three months. And I say to people, yeah, you know, it takes about three months. And, and people go, oh, 
are you, you know, they like act like it takes so long. And I'm like, well, you've loved, lived your life with it. Three months is nothing. And it's going to change uh-huh. your world. It's going to recalibrate your whole frequency and vibration. And you're walking in a whole new world. And yeah. then people, when they finally buckle down and do it, they're like, oh, why didn't you tell me how good it was? And I'm like, I did. So uh-huh. it, it, detaching from the pain, pain is a really critical part because that's what expands your auric receptors. So when uh-huh. you've got things lodged in there that are heavy and negative and oppressive, it's going to keep, that's what's going to magnetically keep uh, being attracted to your life. The Sir Isaac, or, yeah, Sir, no, Sir Isaac Newton, correct. Sir Isaac Newton called the aura of fluid magnet. And that's exactly what it is. It's a fluid magnet. So if you, if, if you know how to utilize that, which is your aura, if you know how to use your fluid magnet, right, and how to magnetize things and how to, to you know, to sort of release things, uh-huh. then you become more in control of your, of your, of your mechanism, of uh-huh. your life. Uh-huh. You, know, you can either resonate in a hollow universe or you can have a sort of divine heavenly life or a hell. It depends on what your projection is. It all comes down to everything that is, that is happening right now in present time in your life, good, bad, or indifferent, is your creation. And the moment that you realize that, the moment it's that you actually you, take yeah. that in, and you actually take it in, and you actually put a realization because the first stage is like, oh, no, I'm, this is, that's not true. I can't be noble and all the different stages. But when you finally get to the other end, going through all those different stages of denial, yes, no, anger, guilt, whatever, and then come out of it. And you finally realize that that's really what's going on. It shifts. It totally shifts. The the problem is people get brainwashed by other people. So if you've got, if you've got a parent, especially when you're a little kid, between the ages of one to four, you know, the formative years, when you believe what somebody keeps repetitively telling you yeah. at that age, you, t- you tend to believe it the rest of your life. So it's really important that you take certain people off the pedestals and you see it for what it is. Because and then deprogram. It's really deprogramming all of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And reframing it. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's it, yeah, it's a, you know, you know what's interesting at the colleges like Excise London, underneath that, term on the entrance says interdisciplinary studies and, mm-hmm. and it is it, it is about utilizing the interdiscipline of your mind you know you mm-hmm. do have to be a little bit disciplined to learn how to utilize who and what you are otherwise mm-hmm. it's 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 you're just going to be floating through this random universe mm-hmm. you know? it's 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 a responsibility and responsibility is not a negative word. It's actually, it's, you know, it's a positive and people like to say accountability right now. That's the, that's the term that everyone is saying, but it's about being responsible, which takes me back to what we originally had talked about in the very beginning about using your abilities. And it's okay if you don't want to do more studies, but just to harness in on your intuition and just acknowledge it and own it and love it and, and use it. But it's also a responsibility because the moment that you do, Mm -hmm. there's no going back. That is your weight. That and that is so true. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. It's like once you get in your power, you never go back to having your eyes closed again. No, you're too scared. You're too scared (laughs) to have that, you know, inability. I would be terrified. You know. (laughs) 
Uh, so so now you also do readings and healings or just readings and stuff or tell uh, me what I that is. I do healings, but I, I do, yeah, I mainly do readings. I'm a medium and I'm a clairvoyant, a clairaudient. And I could do healing, but healing for me is, you know, it's not like it's so easy that I don't even, I only do it if people need it. I don't really uh, right. do it because it's, I don't know, it's kind of to me boring, but I, I know some people like it, so. Yeah. I like to yeah. get more cerebral about it. Right, right. It, it's about the, everybody has their own healing abilities. Just oh, teaching yeah. them how to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it, get it. Yeah. I get it. So, so cool. So, I guess um, now, what's what's next with you? What's what's coming up next for you? Um, that's an interesting. I don't think anyone's asked me that before. Uh, I think my next thing is I'm going to be um, focusing on more sophisticated ways of doing my classes online because the technology is is really good now. So I'm mm-hmm. probably going to start focusing on that because I feel so bad. I've got lists of hundreds of people that want to do classes with me and I haven't, I just haven't got the time to organize it and I need to cut that time aside and do it um, because, you know, it's, it's, I, I feel good helping other people feel good and then they can, it sort of goes out in concentric circles to the people around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if you're in a good place, you can help those around you, you know. Yes, yes, And I, I think, you know, it, it's very dangerous with the younger generation. Do you know they're, they're called the nuns, N-O-N-E-S? Do, do you know about this? No. Because they don't Tell believe me more. anything. Oh, oh they don't okay. believe in anything. They don't believe in spirits, God, uh, a heaven or a hell. They don't believe in um, the soul. And so they're resonating in a hollow universe, which is why a lot of them are going to commit suicide in 2030, because you can't live like that. You can't sustain that. And uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, um, I feel sorry for them because they're turning into little computer chips, some of them. Not all mm-hmm. of them, but some, a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait, imagine wait. not believing in other things, other realms, you know. Right. Right. I. But, you know, something I, I I I also see the other side where there is the ones who are yeah. who are coming up and who are they'll they'll balance it out. It has to be there's gotta be a balance here. I hope there's so. Do you know oh, even, yeah. even I, I believe so. Even when it's man was primal yeah, even when man was um in its primal stages of development when we had Neanderthals, which were a mistake of nature, um Neanderthals were meeting up with the Cro-Magnum at the Riversides for 35,000 years. And they were actually integrating with them. They weren't fighting with them, not usually. But mm-hmm. um, my point is this. they Because Neanderthals were so primitive, they didn't really have vocabulary. They used glunts and clucks. But, and poor things. Can you imagine? The average life expectancy was 13 at that time for them. Because I did not know that. Class. Yeah, they lived in the Ice Age. And do you know how they found food? No. They, they, would, they would have an appointed spiritual like person that would go in, dance around in a circle, go into a trance, talk to the spirits, and the spirits would tell them where the food was. That's how they survived at that time. So even at a grassroots level, 
there was an awareness of something bigger than ourselves, even in, mm-hmm. even with a mistake, so to speak, of nature, mm-hmm. Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. Even they believe in something. Yeah. And how did they get that awareness? You know, how did on earth did those poor things get that awareness? There was a higher force helping them. You know? Yeah, we can go into, and maybe you can come back at another time, but we can also go into the whole Sumerian about how actually these were like, you know, they, they could have been from uh, from other dimensions and planets who came here and who, you oh, know, met. Right. You know, I mean, I, I mean, mm-hmm. we could go into that realm. <laughs> and we can well, go into I, it another I really time. I truly believe, you know, I, 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 re, I don't know if you know, do you know much about the virtual reality theory? Do you, do you, have you ever studied that? I virtual have not. Virtual reality but, theory. Okay. Okay. You should. Because, Basically, our top uh, astrophysicists believe that we live in a whole yeah yeah mm-hmm. keep going because they found yeah they found that in the laws of nature embedded in the laws of nature is computer code and not just any computer but they it's a very specific computer code and mm-hmm. they, that's what led them to realizing that what we see here is not real. It's 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 all kind of a hologram, mm-hmm. and of course, some people can see through that hologram. You mm-hmm. know, people that are sensitive, you know, like mm-hmm. like us and many of your listeners. But um, that veil, and I hate to use this word because it sounds so cheesy, but it's definitely thinning. Oh yeah. For, on, on some reason, I've had three of my students' husbands dying, which is weird because they're not that old. Um, and they were in situations where they were lying on the floor in the hospital room or lying on the floor in, you know, some hospice place. And their husbands, their partners started talking about their brother, talking to their mother and talking to their father and having big conversations with all these visitors who had already died. And uh, I don't want to make your listeners drained by talking about all these things, but um, (laughs) obviously when you start to die, it becomes so easy to penetrate everything. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, of course, you, you already, they, well, they come, you always have a greeter, you know? It doesn't matter. Oh, it definitely. doesn't matter. You always have someone to greet you and to help you get to the other side or to say, hello, how are you? Hey, how's it going? And it, 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 it doesn't necessarily be a, be a human. It could be a pet. Absolutely. Yes. 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 There was the, Oh my gosh. I have a great story about that. There was a man, a gentleman who uh, was, had this huge bond with this horse and uh, the horse passed first because it was like already 30 years old. And so, you know, the gentleman finally passes and he's in the hospital and he sees the horse and he's the horse is breathing. It's coming up to him. Mm -hmm. And it's this very cool grass with lots of water, this beautiful river by the side. And he starts telling, you know, the people who are around his bed and he starts, there's my, you know, there's such and such. And the horse came to greet him. So yeah, absolutely. I, yes. Yes. Yeah. Animals are like little periscopes from heaven. You know, sometimes you get a dog that's just a dog, but sometimes you get a dog that's much more than a dog. Yeah. They've had a couple of lives. Mm -hmm. Or they've, they're, they've got an angelic being in them. Yeah. Because, you know, and if you read the Bible, it even says there are angels in your midst. I, I, oh my gosh, I could tell you so many stories about this, but um, they're planted in places we least expect. 
Yes. You know? Yes. They really are. Homeless people yes. can sometimes be them. Animals, strangers that just come yes. along when you need some help. Yeah. Yes. Like we could do totally a whole agree. we could whole whole discussion on that one day, you know. Yeah, I mean on an- I'd like on for you to come back. So I'd like for you to come yeah, back. I'd love time. to. Okay, yeah, great. I'd love to. It's nice talking to you. And I can tell it's nice that you're aware of everything because, you know, there's a lot of people that purport to be aware, but when you talk to them, they don't know what's going on. So it's it's nice to meet someone who's really got the true, genuine perspective and abilities to perceive things, you know. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate um, you. I oh, uh, yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. it's kind of like I don't want to end the conversation, but but I want to, I want, mm-hmm. I want you to come back. So, oh, and sure. yeah, yeah, and and but I, I, so for everybody out there, I'm, we're going to wrap it up. But for everyone out there, there, I've left. Uh, say the name of your website and anything else that you sure. want to say, so that people can write it down. Okay, um, my website. You can reach me that through it. It's angelbell.net. A N G E L. V-I-L-L-E dot net. Um, and you can reach me there and you can read all about what I'm going to be teaching. And if you want a reading, of course, I do readings with people all over the world. And, you know, my clients who could walk across the river to my office, do it on the phone. They're so lazy because they think they like doing it from the comfort of their kitchen or whatever. So um, <laughs> you can easily do it on the phone. It doesn't matter where you are. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. It's it's this has been a wonderful, wonderful show. And Angel will be back, and we will have other yeah. discussions. And please, everybody, um, you know, email me um, for anything else that if if you, and you know, give me some some feedback on this on this conversation. I'd love to hear from you guys and everybody around the planet, please. Um, I thank you guys for always coming back and being of support and uh, thank you. Lions radio network and blog talk radio and all, all the ones out there that listen to us like iTunes and iHeart, and we're on Amazon. You can go to Alexa and call us up. So many out there, please. Oh. Thank you for everybody for being here again, Angel. Yeah. Thank you, and um, thank you, definitely, Angel. absolutely, and we will come back again. And so, everybody, have an amazing week, and we'll be back yeah. next week. Okay. Bye. <laughs>